Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Thank you again for joining me. And I'm continuing my message on temptation today. Yesterday, I talked about the evils of temptation, and I talked a lot about uh, sexual temptations and how the enemy just uses us being being vulnerable to fall into situations that leads us to sin and avoid the very appearance of evil. Our Heavenly Father, help us today as we move on in this message to continue to talk about things that are sometimes hard to hear because people are caught up in some of these things. And I hope and pray, God, that you would give us strength to move past those things that cause us issue, things that we're tempted by. Lord, I I pray that we would just stay away from those things, that we would not put ourselves in a spot that would cause issues. Lord, sometimes we just we just set ourselves up for that kind of thing. And I pray, Lord, that today you'd give us strength to be overcomers and we'd overcome those temptations that are before us. I love you. I give you thanks. And I thank you for everybody listening. God bless their lives. Open up their hearts and their minds and give them strength and determination to be men and women of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, as I was talking about conquering the sexual desires and all these kind of things, I want to talk about the desire of greed, that we need to learn to run from greed. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10 and 11 says, chapter 6, and this is verses 10 and 11, says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And folks, this is uh, uh, very important for us to understand. He talks here, he says, what is wrong isn't money. What is bad isn't money. What is wrong is the love of money. Where it becomes our God, when it becomes our sole purpose, when it becomes our sole desire in life, that's all we think about. And so many people, even in the Christian world, don't honor God with their money. They don't give God any portion of their money, or they certainly don't give him a biblical 10% tithe. Many, 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 many people, because money is so important. I can tell you this, I've learned a long time ago, if I honor God with the fruit, first fruits of everything that I make, God takes care of me. He always has, and I know he always will. But it's so important for us to realize that the world and all it offers can take us downhill because we, we love pleasure. And, you know, we love money causes pleasure because you can do all sorts of things when you have money. You know, most of us don't have to worry about that a whole bunch, including myself, but I sure can do things I enjoy and I couldn't do them without some money. I'm sure I'm sure uh, Samson dealt with this, too, as we talked about Samson yesterday. The key is to flee or to run. Yes, we can do that because we listen to what Paul says in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen. He lays it out. He says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So what he's telling us here is this. There is going to be no temptation so great that you can't handle it. You can handle anything that comes your way because God will give you strength to do that. You can do it. 
I know some will say, well, I just, Pastor, I just can't handle it. Well, Samson was probably saying, I got so tired of Delilah bugging me, I just gave in. Well, God gave him, gave him an out. All he had to do was uh, not to tell her. He didn't have to tell her that cutting his hair would cause weakness. See, God gives all of us ways out in our various situations. But the question is, will we take them? Will we run and say, thank you, Lord, for giving me a way out? We must avoid the constant pressure of people or are putting things in front of us because that's exactly what's happening is you're having people put things in front of you and those things are tempting us and then we're giving into those temptations and we're doing what is wrong in the sight of God. People, we don't want to do what's wrong in the sight of God. We want to do what's right in the sight of God. Judges chapter 16 Verse 17 says this, dealing with this. So dealing with Delilah and Samson. So he told her everything. Samson told her everything. No razor has ever been used on my head, he said, because I've been a Nazarite dedicated to God from mother's womb. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me, and I would become as weak as any other man. Well, he finally told her the truth. Well, she had tried all these other things that he told her, and they didn't work. So why would he think she would do otherwise? He made a horrible decision. He caved into pressure. People of God, let's not cave into pressure that the enemy puts on us. In fact, let's run from the very appearance of what would be evil in your life. If you know you're going somewhere where the temptation's going to be great, don't go or take somebody with you. Have some accountability. We must learn to weigh the cost. Samson lost his dedication. How many people do you know that were one time dedicated to the cause of Jesus, but then gave it all up for earthly pleasure? I can name names. I know people over the years have done that. Many have done that. Well, Samson lost his strength. He lost his fellowship with God. And Judges 16, 20 says, but he did not know the Lord had left him. Samson had slipped slowly away from God. I've seen that happen so many times over my 40 years, 45 years in ministry. People just start slipping away, gradually indulging in the things of the world. Till pretty soon they are deep in spiritual trouble, fighting there for their spiritual lives. People of God, that is where we must have the courage the courage to intervene. We must approach those who are close to us that are following a deadly path. If you knew your friend was going to visit an establishment, that there was going to be a gang fight that night, wouldn't you warn them not to go? But yet our friends are giving in to sin of every sort, and we just watch them and say, that's too bad. Oh, that's a shame. We use the excuse that we are not perfect, so we better not say anything. Well, none of us are perfect. The Bible says that for sure. And it says we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But it also says gently restore those you see in sin. Gently restore them. Gently encourage them. If we love someone, we should try to protect them at all costs. I can't think of anything more important than protecting people from the blows of the enemy, from the blow, blows of Satan. We need to stand up. Stand up for his truth. Samson really blew it. He lost his testimony. What a shame it is to claim to walk with God and live opposite. 
How many people in our churches? How many people that claim to be Jesus, claim to be walking with Jesus, lose their testimony because they stand up? I know people that have done that too. I know people that have that have been really served in in the field of just trying to help people. And next thing you know, they're out carousing all the time. Everybody sees that, and people wonder. I thought of an instant this morning of of someone that I knew that that was just claiming Jesus all over the place, but was drunk in public, and and their testimony took a took a hit. How many times you say, well, people shouldn't be judging. Well, you don't. People aren't judging. They just see. They see what you're doing. They see that you're living away from the Word of God. You know, it, it's not It's not hard to say. And you're not sitting on a judgment stand judging them, but sin is sin, and, and we can see it. We all see it in people's lives. I don't think anybody's – one thing, I don't walk around looking for, people to, looking for people to sin or judge what they're doing. There are certain things in the Word of God that says not to do, and if you do those – well, that's that's sin. Anything against God is sin. We are all plenty aware of what the Bible tells us that we've all sinned and we've all fallen short of God's glory. But He gives every one of us an out. Every single one of us an out to believe in Jesus and to live for Him. Even great Christians fall into sin. You've read about some of those evangelists that have fell into sin. You know, I can think of one, too. I just won't say his name right now, but you, many of you have heard of him. And he fell deep into sin in his late 30s. But, you know, that he asked God to forgive him. He moved on, and, and he, the sin was exposed. The church dealt with him. But in the last 40 years, he returned to God and has been used by God. But see... Some people say, well, somebody, these people are immune. Nobody is immune from the enemy, and especially no leader. If you look at your pastor and say they are immune, they are not immune. The enemy tries to get to each of us in certain ways, tries to get our attitudes wrong, tries to get us to judge people, tries to get us just, you know, the enemy is out to, to take down leaders. Who else would he rather take down than a leader? Somebody, and that's why some of these TV guys, you know, they had such a following, and then they they sin so blatantly, and their following, so many were disillusioned, and some of them probably stayed disillusioned. It's a sad day. Well, people of God, we don't have to stay disillusioned. We just, if we fall down, if you're listening today and you're saying, well, you're describing me, Pastor. I claim to be a Christian, but I don't walk with him. I, I live just opposite as I'm supposed to, but I claim to be a Christian. Oh, everybody in my church thinks I'm a Christian. But the truth of the matter is, I've walked away from God. Well, you know what? You walk right back to God. You ask God to give you strength to move forward, and he will forgive you. He will walk with you, and he will use your testimony to help others. Because people like hearing from people that know that they're vulnerable, knowing that they're not perfect. I want people to know, as I've done this radio show for almost 18 years, I am not a perfect man. I've had attitude issues. I've had things that, you know, I've probably sinned in different ways, you know, and and you know what? I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven, and I try to be sensitive to the Spirit of God and sensitive to making right decisions and right choices. That's what we just need to do. 
be sensitive to the Spirit of the living God. He will fall afresh on us. And you know what? We'll be a living testimony. And many will see Jesus because we can share with them God's truth. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.